0: Section ninety-eight of Reviews by Oscar Wilde. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Karen Savage. Reviews by Oscar Wilde, edited by Robert Ross. Section ninety-eight. Primavera, Palma Gazette, May twenty-fourth, eighteen ninety. In the summer term Oxford teaches the exquisite art of idleness, one of the most important things that any university can teach, and possibly as the first fruits of the dreaming in grey cloister and silent garden, which either makes or mars a man, there has just appeared in that lovely city a dainty and delightful volume of poems by four friends. These new young singers are Mr. Lawrence Binion, who has just gained the Newdigate, mr manwan gose a young indian of brilliant scholarship and high literary attainments who gives some culture to christchurch mr stephen phillips whose recent performance of the ghost in hamlet at the globe theatre was so admirable in its dignity and elocution and mr arthur cripps of trinity particular interest attaches naturally to mr gose's work Born in India, of purely Indian parentage, he has been brought up entirely in England, and was educated at St. Paul's School, and his verses show us how quick and subtle are the intellectual sympathies of the Oriental mind, and suggest how close is the bond of union that may some day bind India to us by other methods than those of commerce and military strength. There is something charming in finding a young Indian using our language with such care for music and words as Mr. Goes does. Here is one of his songs. Over thy head in joyful wanderings, through heaven's wide spaces free, Birds fly with music in their wings, and from the blue rough sea The fishes flash and leap. There is a life of loveliest things O'er thee so fast asleep. In the deep west the heavens grow heavenlier, Eve after eve, And still the glorious stars remember to appear. The roses on the hill are fragrant as before. Only thy face of all that's dear I shall see nevermore. It has its faults. It has a great many faults. But the lines we have set in italics are lovely. The temper of Keats, the moods of Matthew Arnold, have influenced Mr. Gose, and what better influence could a beginner have? Here are some stanzas from another of Mr. Gose's poems. Deep shaded will I lie, and deeper yet in night, where not a leaf its neighbour knows. Forget the shining of the stars, forget the vernal visitation of the rose, and far from all delights prepare my heart's repose oh crave not silence thou too soon too sure shall autumn come and through these branches weep some birds shall cease and flowers no more endure and thou beneath the mould unwilling creep and silence soon shalt be in that eternal sleep green still it is where that fair goddess strays then follow till around thee all be sere. lose not a vision of her passing face nor miss the sound of her soft robes that here sweep over the wet leaves of the fast falling year The second line is very beautiful, and the whole shows culture and taste and feeling. Mr. Goves ought some day to make a name in our literature. Mr. Stephen Phillips has a more solemn classical muse. His best work is his Orestes. Me in far lands did justice call, cold queen among the dead, who after heat and haste at length have leisure for her steadfast voice that gathers peace from the great deeps of hell. She called me, saying, I heard a cry by night. Go thou, and question not, within thy halls my will awaits fulfilment. And she lies there, my mother—ay, my mother now! O hair that once I played within these halls! O eyes that for a moment knew me as I came, and lightened up, and trembled into love! The next were darkened by my hand—ah, me! You will not look upon me in that world! Yet thou perchance art happier, if thou goest into some land of wind and drifting leaves, to sleep without a star but as for me hell hungers and the restless furies wait milton and the method of greek tragedy are mr phillips influences and again we may say what better influences could a young singer have his verse is dignified and has distinction mr cripps is melodious at times and mr binion oxford's latest laureate shows us in his lyrical ode on youth that he can handle a difficult metre dexterously and in this sonnet that he can catch the sweet echoes that sleep in the sonnets of shakespeare i cannot raise my eyelids up from sleep but i am visited with thoughts of you slumber has no refreshment half so deep as the sweet morn that wakes my heart anew i cannot put away life's trivial care but you straightway steal on me with delight my purest moments are your mirror fair My deepest thought finds you the truth most bright. You are the lovely regent of my mind, The constant sky to the unresting sea. Yet, since 'tis you that rule me, I but find a finer freedom in such tyranny. Were the world's anxious kingdoms governed so, Lost were their wrongs, and vanished half their woe. On the whole, Primavera is a pleasant little book, And we are glad to welcome it. It is charmingly got up, And undergraduates might read it with advantage During lecture hours. Primavera. Poems. By four authors. Oxford. B. H. Blackwell. End of section 98. Primavera.